My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. An Erio's original. Hello and welcome to Web Crawlers. This is our mailbag episode where we read your emails and play your voicemails. I am Allie Siegel. I am Melissa Stutton. And I, producer Maria. Melissa, we had a long email called Haunted Savannah. Ooh. If you want to read it, I just know that I'm going to fuck it up somehow. I'll, I'll read it. Here I go. This is from <laughs> Amberly. Unique name. Yeah. Like it. Hello, lovely ladies. I'm new, the podcast, and I've been skipping around listening to episodes out of order. I recently listened to an episode with a Los Angeles syndrome debate. Remember? Oh, yeah. Syndrome. That was like when people visit a city and are convinced that it's beautiful or something or yes. like they like get oh, depressed when they leave defend. or something. Yeah. Yes. I had to defend LA because you were saying it isn't it's a beautiful city. Yeah, it's ugly. Well, that's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go. Don't get me started. No, I love so LA. Gorgeous. I would never live anywhere else, but it's ugly. Of course. Uh, and Allie mentioned that Savannah, Georgia is a beautiful city. Interesting. Sounds sounds like something you'd say. I'm it originally does. from Florida, but I've been in Savannah for about six years now. And I think you all should do an episode on the haunted shit around here. Ooh. Some of Savannah's most beautiful works of art lie in Bonaventure Cemetery on the outskirts of the city. FYI, this is one of my favorite places to sit by the water and look at the old headstones. Anyway, among the most famous of Savannah's ghost stories is Bonaventure's very own little Gracie. Oh, God. 
I don't I don't like the sound of this. I already don't I've like it. I've been to this. I've been to this cemetery, I believe. And oh. I've gone on a Savannah ghost tour. Amanda and I went. Oh my God, how was, fun. Wow. I know. It was super fun. We did leave the ghost tour early. Um, <laughs> like they just kept walking and then we were like, okay, we gotta get, we gotta get out of here. Are you wearing Zoom lipstick or real lipstick? Yeah. This is Zoom lipstick. Oh my God, it's a really it pretty shade. so nice. <laughs> yeah. for those of you don't who don't know you can now apply makeup on zoom like it has a filter that puts makeup on you yeah that looks really pretty on you yeah i've never looked better honestly i feel feel really confident (laughs) (laughs) Uh, little back to little gracie so in 1889, six-year-old Gracie Watson died from pneumonia. Of course she did. Of course little Gracie <laughs> died of pneumonia in the 1800s. Oh, no antibiotics back then. Her father was devastated and commissioned a local artist to create a unique memorial for her. And it was a life-size sculpture with an uncanny resemblance to the little girl. As a tribute, visitors to Gracie's grave often leave stuffed animals, toys, and money near the site to this day. Money. Money. Visitors say little Gracie has been seen skipping among the headstones, laughing and playing near her plot. It's said that if you remove any of the trinkets from her memorial, the statue's eyes will cry tears of blood. No, you stop it. Sounds of a small child weeping have also been heard. Um, Another thing that Savannah, about Savannah is that it's a necropolis, a city built on the dead. Basically, yeah, when, when they built the city, they just destroyed <laughs> Sorry, it. Sorry, I didn't mean to be that guy. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, I've been there. right. It is true. Uh, <laughs> they destroyed headstones and markers and built over graves. Oh, Every God. inch of Savannah's haunted. You can't just build on top of a burial ground and graves become the largest port for the Atlantic slave trade and suffer three devastating yellow fever epidemics and not end up super fucking haunted. Also, Savannah's supposed to be hoodoo country. It's a big part of Savannah's most famous story, the Jim Williams trial. Uh, while on trial for murder, Jim Williams hired a hoodoo root doctor to put various spells on everyone from his lawyers to his former lover turned murder victim. And it worked. Jim Williams was put on trial four times and walked away free each time. Oh, my God. But the story doesn't end there. After his acquittal... He went home to Mercer House and fell dead just 10 feet from the spot where his, his former lover murder victim had fallen. Wow. Anyway, that's just a small bit of the haunted offering Savannah has. Honk, honk, honk. P.S. I've left a few voicemails, but I've yet to hear them on the mailbag episodes. We're very behind on voicemails. We're like on voicemails from like November. So we'll, you'll hear them. We just get so many. Fortunately, we love them. You will hear them. But now you've heard your email. Wow, that's so crazy. Thank you for that. That is nuts. We gotta go to Savannah. We gotta do a web crawlers Savannah (laughs) tour. And then maybe like John Tenney can meet us there and just like we can just he can lead us on a ghost expedition. Well, you know, I talked to John Tenney um and Jessica about maybe meeting them in Lilydale in July. Yeah. Oh, right. Yes. So I know, Melissa, you're probably busy, but Maria, if you want to swo- swoop down and meet us there. <laughs> yeah, I'll swoop down. Yeah. Or swoop, swoop up. Um, I don't know where you are. No one knows where Maria is, but. She won't even tell us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All we know is that it's hot there right now. That's the only clue. Right now, it's a little, it's a little hot. Yeah. Um, we got another email. It could be in Tuscan. It's a Tuscan. It's a Tuscan. Tuscan. This is from Alexa. It's called American Girls Drama. 
Hey, girly pops. I just heard the episode where Rosie sent an email about American Girl Facebook groups, and I had to share the most iconic post I ever saw in these groups. Oh my God. Yes, I am in an American Girl Facebook group, but I promise I'm super hot. <laughs> this woman had ordered an RC car for her daughter's dolls. It was like super hard to get. It was sold out by the time her order shipped. So she couldn't get another one sent her after someone stole the package from her porch. Oh, no. This is the post she made in the group. This says, for those who followed the lost package, first, I want to say thank you for everyone's help. Second, you can't make this up. FedEx was no help. But this morning, a house on our street was raided. So happened by my police officer ex-husband. So this woman's ex raided a house on their street. Uh, She said, in a joking manner, I called him two days ago. And said, listen, I need to see if there's a pink remote control American Girl car in the house. And so today I get home and the street is full of cops. <gasps> I roll my window down and ask my ex if he found my car. Jokingly. And another officer said, huh? So I filled him in. Five minutes later, he comes walking out with the pink car. Shut up. It was apparently they delivered it to this house. And so, so she found her American Girl doll car. Holy fuck. Well, I'm glad she found it. But like, what were these people like hoarding packages from other people? Or do you think it actually got delivered there? I think they stole the package from the front porch. I'm sure they stole it. Yeah. Um, Alexa, PS, do y'all give, ever get annoyed when you mention something like once in an episode and then people keep talking about it for like every mailbag episode after it? Also, <laughs> I'm in Texas, so I can send y'all some stuff from Bucky's. Oh my God. I would love that. We got to get that. We got to get like, there should be a VIP list for PO boxes. Like we're obviously VIPs. We are VIPs. It's like, excuse me. We have a podcast. (laughs) Do you get annoyed when people look? There's a lot of, there's a lot of voicemails about synchronicities and (laughs) (laughs) there are a lot of people wanted me to ask. Craig wanted me to ask if anyone ever has any questions for him. He'd love to answer them. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so you just okay. I'll keep that in mind. You will keep that, and he's an open book. He'll tell you. <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of questions about fast food restaurants in the Midwest in the '90s that he could. Yeah. Talk about. Well, he knows he's given a lot of information, and I'm sure people have follow up questions. I think that's where he's coming from, and he's going, "Look, yeah, if people have questions, I've got answers." So <laughs> he's got answers. <laughs> okay, let's play these voicemails. Let's do it to it. Hi, this message is for the web crawlers. I'm out at uh, drinks with my friends. Um, this is Layla from New York. I called about Dippin' Dots recently about how I went to the, the Dippin' Dots store at uh in new york recently and or i was going to go and i did go but i was just talking to my friend trevor about it and he said that dipinox made money off of the pandemic because the vaccines have to be stored at a different at a, at a specific temperature oh. sorry trevor's looking at me like i'm a psycho because i'm calling you guys but <laughs> they have to be stored at a certain temperature and the only place that makes their uh back their coolers to be at the temperature their products oh to be at the temperature that the vaccines have to be stored at is different us so they sold coolers oh, to the u.s government right right Trevor? to the u.s government to be v- vessels for the uh, vaccines and i just wanted to let you guys know that and i appreciate you guys love you talk to you soon bye 
Oh, first of all, that's amazing. God. Second of all, though, I love that she's like out at a bar with her friends and she's like, hold on, I got to make a phone call. <laughs> I got to call I a know she knew the number. She knew the number by heart. Yeah. She was like 626 604 6262. And then she just left a message. That's so Wow. Great. Good for dipping dots. I love that, like, we're probably the only number that a lot of people have memorized. So, like, if people like go to jail or something, we're going to oh be people's God. only call. <laughs> Can you imagine if we get a call from yeah. Dale? Would this you like is to the accept LA this County? Phone call? Yeah. <laughs> we did. We did get a call from Jail, remember? Oh, I forgot yes, about did. that was like My in our first God. few weeks of podcasting. That's yes. right. How could I forget? We need to revisit that. Yeah, they they can't leave a message or anything, so I don't know who I it forgot was. about that. That's right. Holy shit. I wonder if it was like a wrong number. It had to have been a wrong number because we had just started the podcast. I don't think we had like fans in prison yet. We had some weird fans. (laughs) What if it was Keith Rainier? A. Oh, I don't think it was in jail yet. Yeah. Yeah. It could be be always a possibility. True. Hi, this message is for the web crawlers. La la la, I guess. I don't know. Shortest time listener, first time caller. Uh, this is Amy in Texas. I gotta say, I love your mailbag shows, um, but I'm always kind of bummed when I listen to them because there's nothing interesting about me. I don't have any experience oh. or anything, except Until I now. was born and raised in Simi Valley, California, which I know <laughs> is just a lame suburb north of LA. There seems to be a weird number of cults that are attracted to Simi. And oh, and, I, and I only I just put that together today, which is weird because I'm in my mid forties. But so like the way I found you was through Hollywood crime scene, and nice. um, they did Love a great episode on the Blackburn cult, which was in Sini. And then we today, did an episode on them too. I oh, was I on. We, there's like a yeah. Facebook page for people who grew up in Sini, and somebody was like, "Hey, has anybody ever heard of uh, Krishna Venta, or do you guys remember them?" this cult and so that that was the name of the leader of the cult whatever right and so that i was looking that up and there were like there were other cults that were in me for a while there was one called pinka grande pinka grande sounds like they were pretty harmless but i don't know what listen i think i'm just putting <laughs> you guys on the case what is it about me <laughs> valley that attracts Huh, and like we like to lay claim to Charles Manson too, even though Spawn Ranch was technically in Chatsworth. But the thing is, all of these cults collect in what we call the knolls. It's like these these rocky hills, like on the south end of Simi. And when you drive through those hills far enough, boom, you're in Chatsworth. Like you drive past Spawn Ranch between Simi and Chatsworth. So we kind of get Manson too. I don't know. It's weird. So I'm hoping someday you get you do like an episode on whatever. Are there like evil energies in Simi? I'm so curious, and I bet you can find out. So keep doing your awesome work. Thank you so much. Bye. Oh, interesting. Well, I'm going to do a Patreon episode on this because I found a uh, article about like different hell, pe- things that are alleged to be different hellmouths all around the world. 
However, so I think that there are energetically places that people are attracted to that like have a certain like either evil or positive energy. Like, for example, Ojai is supposed to be like a positive spiritual like epicenter also. Like the energy there is supposed to be like where Ojai. Is that where your brother lives? It is. Uh, He brought the good energy there. No, but like I really do think like longitude and latitude wise or like I don't know if it's like the plate tectonics or like what's under the ground there. But I think there are different places that are supposed to have energies that are either positive or negative. So, I mean, that's definitely Hmm. possible. Maybe something weird's happening underground at Simi Valley. I would also think that because it's in it's like it's close enough to LA you've got people that are that moved to LA looking for something and so they're more apt to be like able to like find you know someone who may start a cult yeah they want to belong and so people who haven't made it big or can't live in LA may live on the outskirts of LA and that's where they can kind of set up their communes and all that stuff also that being like in the mountains and like out in the open it just seems like it would be a breeding ground for people to kind of get the wool pulled well that was remember that one cult they lived on in Larchmont they all worked at that rainbow rest grill the vegetarian grill but I think the they had like this jam band they would have to do at like 5 a.m. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they, I remember like the leader was said something or someone said something about like how L.A. was the perfect place to recruit cult members because it was all like. Well, it's all actors you know, who were like actors. highly impressionable and like. Yeah, working at this restaurant and they all like, you know, just wanted to yeah. belong interesting you can't if you go to like somewhere where it's just like suburban or like where people like like grow up and then continue to live it's like they're not searching for anything you know like they're not outwardly like they're very comfortable in their lives you go to somewhere like new york or la it's kind of like everyone wants to find something that they don't have in their lives i'm reading this article and like it's super long so i'm not going to get into it but it says something about uh, you know, like there was this huge fire in Ojai and they're like, the locals say the town was saved due, due to Ojai's seven vortexes. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> Maybe wow. I'll just do a little episode on Ojai. Well, those vortexes are... They'll, no they'll get you. <laughs> Hi, ya. this is for <laughs> web crawlers. Um, and I'm about to cry from how cute Maria is. I'm literally watching Again? the episode on YouTube. I don't know why I said literally. Obviously, literally. No, I said this to you, but we never played I'm it. I'm watching the episode on YouTube. Oh, played this? Uh, the Urban Legends with Paul. I sent it to you guys Tom- privately. Tompkins, Tom- <laughs> I think it was. Anyway, Maria, Maria, in the beginning of the episode, has has the flowers in frame. We've already played like, this. Maria's making us play no, it again. No, I keep telling Maria, you, Allie, I played so this to you cute. privately, you like, not on the podcast. Oh, I get it. Okay, okay. Like, overcome by your cuteness. And I think your, like, adorable little voice makes it so that you can say sassier things than you would otherwise be able to get away with. But, like, it's so cute. And I literally was about to cry. And I'm literally about to cry now because of how freaking adorable you are. Are you kidding me? Flowers from your mom's garden? You had, like, just, you know, your little cute ass brought them onto the frame and, and thought that they'd be nice. You know, Ellie's disgusting. <laughs> no, I'm reading more about energy portion. vortexes. That's so cute. I love you. I love you. Oh, okay. thank you. Um, Allie and Melissa, obviously, I love you too. Yeah. Um, but this is just like a moment of appreci- appreciation for Maria. Um, 
Thank oh, you. and I just watched also the video of the Ouija board, <laughs> and I was freaking out because I didn't realize it was a prank. <laughs> and I also was like, this is so mean if they're just like pranking Allie, which you were. And Allie, yeah, I felt it so was bad mean. for you, and I wanted to give you a hug. Um, <laughs> and anyway, I also was like, how is this not proof that like ghosts and demons are real? <laughs> that bitch flew across the board. You know, the planchette. That was, that was pretty fucking terrifying. Um, but anyway, turns out it was just a well-crafted prank. You pulled the wool over mine and Allie's eyes. Okay, well, that's about it. Flowers from my mom's garden. It sounds like I'm making fun of you, but I'm not. I just think you're so adorable. Okay, that's it. Love you guys. Bye. Wow. Thank you. That's so nice. Um, that wow. is so sweet. You are so cute. Aw. You guys should see Maria with this lipstick on. I, I feel great. <laughs> so powerful. <laughs> Allie, I have a great t-shirt design for you to draw. You know, like yes. how you do your t-shirts? You can do Kate Planchette, and then it's like a planchette with <gasps> Kate Blanchett's face on it. Holy shit. Got to write that down. Okay. Kate Planchette. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. It's Kate Planchette <laughs> holding. That's but good. That's really like, good. Yeah. That's good. I I wear that. Oh, that's it it's brilliant. <laughs> um, can I say one more thing about energy vortexes? Just so yes. we all have a little clarity. Um, because I looked up uh, seven places in the US that might help you find a little calm. Well, I actually Googled energy vortexes. And it says that vortexes are described as places where na- where lines of natural electromagnetic energy intersect. And then this article gives like uh, seven places in the United States where allegedly that happens. Oh, where are they? Good question. It is Sedona, Arizona, Crater Lake, Oregon. I've been to Bulls. Let's keep going. Wow. Let's see if I've been to all seven uh, vortexes. That would be crazy. You were just drawn to them. Mount Shasta, <laughs> Mount Shasta, California. Driven by it. Halibut Cove, Alaska. No. Ojai. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Mount Mitchell, North Carolina. No. Uh, that one is allegedly has 24 active uh, vortexes. Um, Hot Springs National Park, Arkansas. No. Wouldn't have guessed Arkansas. Uh, that's that's it. Wow. Oh. It didn't feel like great. seven, but I guess it was. It felt like six. <laughs> it, it felt like five or six, no? <laughs> it felt, yeah. I'm not going to recount, but that didn't feel like seven. I don't trust yeah. it. <laughs> 
Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, my name is Bree. I am a longtime listener, first-time caller, and I wanted to give a quick shout-out to my best friend, Aaliyah, who introduced me to the podcast uh, many moons ago, and we were both recently Patreon uh, subscribers. Uh, so I actually have a UFO story to share with you. Um, this happened last weekend, and I just realized right now that I have a reason to call in, and I'm very excited. Um, so last weekend, my partner and I were driving back from Vegas. We currently live in Phoenix, and if you're unfamiliar with that drive, it's about four hours of absolutely nothing, just desert, one of those. you got to hit every gas station you see because you never know when you're going to see the next one. Um, and because of that, the sky is really nice and clear. And we were driving around sunset into nighttime. Um, my partner saw the UFO first. He said, hey, did you see that weird light in the sky? Whoa. I said, nope. And he said, uh, keep an eye out for it. That was weird. Um, let me know because he's obviously paying attention to the room. So a few minutes later, I do see it. It was like a light I've never seen before in the sky. Um, it was spherical, and it acted a lot like fire in the way that it would glow and in the color, like a dark orangey color. So a period of like 20 minutes, I saw it probably four times, it would glow in and out. So I would see it for a few seconds, and then it would go away. And sometimes when it would come back, it would be two or three of the same, like, orb, spherical uh, light. And so and they, so they would, it would, like, multiply, and they'd, like, fly around, um, synchronize, and then it would, like, go away. Very strange. Um, I was very rational about it. The first thing I thought of was a hot air balloon because the first thing that came to mind was fire, but there was no way it was a hot air balloon. It was too far away and too big for me to see a flame like that in a hot air balloon. Didn't act like a plane. Uh, didn't act like a, a helicopter or drone or like a tower light or anything I could think of. I don't know if it's because we drove too far away to where we couldn't see it anymore or it's because they went away, but they were big and they act like fire in the sky. I know that sounds a little crazy. So I looked up to see if there were any um, space stations or military bases in the area. They could be flying weird stuff that I'm unfamiliar with. I couldn't find anything. That doesn't mean there isn't anything. Um, but uh, I was trying to rule that out and I couldn't find that out as well. So I was very excited. We were both very excited. We had this UFO experience and I was just curious if anyone had any ideas as to what else this, uh, light in the sky could have been. Um, like I said, big and kind of like fire in the sky. It was really strange. Um, I'm a big fan of the podcast. I listen to every episode, including the mailbag ones. And I think mm-hmm. everyone is great. The yep. end. Bye. 
I mean, well, I don't know if you guys watched that 60 Minutes where they basically confirm that the military is like, yeah, we see UFOs like all the time. It's insane. You know, did you? I don't know if you saw on Twitter, but a whole bunch of people recently just saw a UFO in Pasadena. Oh, right. Yeah. And I was actually DMing with a friend of mine who was like, yeah, I was walking. I saw this weird light in the sky. I didn't know what it was. I uh, called my wife and was like, I literally think I just saw a UFO. And then he was like, and the next day, then a whole bunch of other people started talking about how they thought they saw a UFO. Like, I don't know. Weird shit, whether it's like other countries flying like these crazy aircraft spying on us or like the military testing out that there's definitely some weird things that we don't know is that are flying in the sky. Yeah. I mean, Who and knows? just to clarify, UFO means unidentified flying object. It doesn't mean there's a whole grip of aliens in there, you know, but it doesn't um, not mean, it, but it also doesn't not mean that, <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> I am so cold. Is it cold on your side of town, Melissa? No, I'm like kind of hot. Maybe, maybe <laughs> it's just my room. My like appendages feel cold, and I just googled it, and it I says it's fine. Allie just <laughs> asked if you were cold, and you guys are so far from one another. Well, I, I, you cold, Melissa. <laughs> with the weather is where I live. You're east of me, right? So whatever. Remember, and you're like it's raining. It'll I'm travel. Like, it's sunny here. Yeah, it'll travel. <laughs> just wait. Just chilly. I'm oh, chilly. Wow. I have a chill. I'm not sick. I just have a chill. Well, get a yeah. Get a heater. Get get some something hot around you. Get a blanket. Well, I mean, I will. We're we're we're, we're not. We don't have that much more time left on this. I mean, I, I can sustain. Right, right. You know. All right. <laughs> it's chilly. Hey, this message is for the web crawlers. So I have. My name is Donna, by the way, and I have been having something weird happen the past two days. Uh-oh. So I've been working from home and it's been nice in the Northeast the past couple of days. So I have my windows open and this bee keeps coming to my window like every few minutes to check me out. Like I'll just look over and he's literally hovering there and literally looking like he's staring at me. I don't know if bees can stare at you, but I mean, I can feel this bee looking at me and then he'll fly away. And then a couple minutes later, I'll look over and he's back. And literally staring at me. So I was wondering if there's any significance with bees showing up for people. I mean, or does my house just, I don't know, attract bees? I I don't know. But it was definitely weird. And I thought that maybe you guys could help me out. So thank you. I love your show. And boy, oy, 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 oing. You know what's crazy is that yesterday morning, I was sitting outside in my backyard drinking my coffee this thing just like fell on my stomach and I was like, ah, and it was a bee. Okay, that's so weird because you know what I was about to say. Uh-oh. Bees. You were in my backyard and a bee fell yes. on you? <laughs> um, no, I was going to ask what this lady's marital status was um, because bees are all about like pollination and creation and they're actually like bees are a symbol of like fertility. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah, and that's weird that it landed on your stomach. Um, but yeah, oh, usually like bees, um, cause like, it's like, there's the queen bee and that's like, you know, they revere the queen and they go from like plant to plant, like pollinating and, and like creating like honey in their hives. So it's like a big, like family community, like fertility, oh, uh, interesting. symbolism. Now, 
Now, is it bad that this bee was dead? May have died. <laughs> well, no, it laid on me, and I just like I just like ah, I like brushed it off of me, and then in our backyard we have this little like a drain thing where our pool is, and it fell like I think it fell into the drain, and I was like. Oh no. No, I think we're like we're tracking <laughs> we're tracking the experience too far. I think it is just <laughs> I think Ooh, we could just make a lot of we sense. can hone in on this single <laughs> the single moment. Hi, this message is for web callers. This is Sarah um from Patreon on the Darkness Loves Us and I'm the person that called in about the cannibal um ventriloquist and the dummy and you guys are probably going to think that I'm obsessed with dolls because I'm calling in about another doll thing so I'm calling in about the American Girl doll situation Um, listen to the mailbag episode today listen to when Craig said that no one cares about the backstory obviously you know Craig you're wrong we love you but you're wrong Um, I was obsessed with the American Girl books when I was growing up and I don't know I'm a little bit older than you guys, but I don't know that there were dolls around when I was a kid, but there were the books, and so I read all of them. I was obsessed with Samantha, and it was awesome. So then when my daughter, who is um, a teenager now, which when she was little, she also was obsessed with them, but she was obsessed with Josefina, which is the Mexican-American doll. She's Mexican. So we took her to Chicago to have the American Girl doll experience because at that time, wow. uh, that was like the flagship store. And we brought Josefina with us and we got to go to a tea party and the waiters served tea and food to the American Girl doll like 100% as if they were a real person. That's they so sick. Them, they asked <laughs> them like what kind of tea they want, what kind of snacks they want. Oh. They put it out in front of them and then of course everyone else in your party gets like high tea or whatever you choose the tea party it's like in a regular restaurant in the back of the American Girl store there's a bunch of salons back there so you can have your hair done you can have your doll's hair done you can have them like like they like you guys said um there's a doctor on hand to like <laughs> fix what your doll might have um so it was an entire experience and it was one of these things that was both like super fun and very surreal and creepy, both occurring at the same time. <laughs> Humans are complicated animals. You can hold two emotions simultaneously. And that's <laughs> definitely that experience, right? But the last thing I want to say is there's this other trend. It's slightly, um, it's a couple months ago, so I don't know if it's popping up on anyone's Brats TikTok now, but look for it on TikTok, <laughs> and it's people either telling other people or saying that they themselves have American Girl doll teeth. So if you look at the American Girl dolls, you'll notice all their mouths are like slightly open, yes. and they have these like two tiny oh. little chiclet teeth. Oh, no. um, not big chiclet teeth, but like little ones, like that just like barely show with a little gap between them. And then it's just like people doing side by side pictures of themselves or someone they know next to an American Girl doll That's with their so mouth slightly parted, and it's really really. Hold on, there's a part two. That's funny. Sorry, this is Sarah again for web crawlers. Now I'm one of those people that had to call twice. <laughs> I anyway, I say all this to say, Allie, I support you doing a spin-off American Girl podcast. I don't care if there's one that already exists. I'll be your first Patreon member. I think this would be so fun, so weird, and really well received. 
Okay, thanks for all you do. I really love you guys' show. My best friend, Neil, turned me on to it, and it brings us such joy. Um, you girls are wonderful, all three of you, and we love Jeb, and we miss him. All right, bye. La, 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 la. Wow. Maybe we should do uh, uh, some episodes on American Girl Dolls for our Patreon. So instead of having a whole new podcast, sure. we can just do it that way. That's a good idea. Sure. I think that makes so more that's sense. Business. That's that's the Lisa Frank in you. I, exactly. Those, <laughs> and I'm going to chain you up decisions. in a room until we finish. <laughs> no. <laughs> Hi, this message is for the web crawlers. This is Chloe, and I have something crazy to tell y'all. So I live in Little Rock, Arkansas, which is the state capital, and I moved here in about, in like last October, and I was living in this studio apartment downtown, or in midtown technically, uh, in like a historic district, you know, near like downtown, the governor's mansion and stuff. I thought it was really cool when I first moved there, but my little studio, like, was basically all windows which was cool because you could see the historic houses and you could see, like, downtown and stuff. But as I was living there, I, like, never really felt super safe. Like, I didn't really feel like I could go jogging around or anything because, like, if you go two streets one way, it's, like, a really trendy neighborhood. And then two streets the other way, it's, like, not great. So I didn't really feel safe. And I have all these windows, which is cool. But then I realized that even with the blinds closed from the street, you could kind of, like, see into my apartment. And I kind of felt like I was, like, living in a fishbowl. Mm. So I wasn't super comfortable. There were, like, always, like, people on the street, like, doing shady stuff. And it was just kind of weird. So anyway, it was fine. Nothing bad ever happened to me there. But I moved out a week ago. I moved to another part of Little Rock that's in a better area. I'm very happy and safe. But then today, news broke. That apparently there is a serial killer. Oh my god! Who is going around and stabbing people to death, <gasps> like fifteen plus stabs each, and he's killed three people from August through April. With the most recent one was like an attempted murder earlier this week. So there's like oh. a huge reward out for him. But the trippy thing is that when I looked at where these attacks happened, they all happened. In the neighborhood that I was living in, oh, within Jesus. like a mile of my apartment. Oh, oh my god! So I'm god. like mind blown. I'm so spooked. So there's that. Always listen to your intuition. Yeah. Okay, but then I was googling serial killer Little Rock, and I noticed that Google was putting like a 2021 at the end. So I was like, what the? Like, what the fuck have we had a serial killer before? So I took off the 2021. And there was a serial killer here last year in 2020. What? And I had never heard of him. Apparently, he is one of the most prolific serial killers ever with like 93 kills that he's confessed to. And apparently, he was here last year in 2020 and he got arrested for shoplifting with a woman and they released him for him to then murder that woman like a couple hours later. So, I don't know. I don't know anything about him. It looks like a crazy story. And there's part two. Oh my god. Hi, this message is for the web crawlers. This is <sighs> Chloe again doing the call of shame. So, <laughs> anyway, I don't know. Sam Little seems like he was a huge serial killer. I've never heard anything Sam about him. Little. You guys might want to look into him. I don't know. It might be interesting. Um, also, other point since I 
had to call back. Um, this is not the first serial killer that I've been close to. I know a girl that was killed in Houston by a serial killer. So if y'all want to know oh about that, uh, let me know and I can call back in or yes. email you or yes. talk about it. However, um, and I also have a really, really bad prank gone wrong story. <laughs> it is so cringy and I'm going to email that to you guys great. because it's longer. Um, oh, no. so yeah, the podcast is great. Keep doing it. Love you guys. Honk honk. Wow. Yeah, Samuel Little, he died December 2020. Yeah, he he claimed he killed 93 women, and he's been linked to over 60 murders. He was convicted in 2012. Holy shit. Damn. That ain't good. Hi, web crawlers. It's Alexa. I was listening to the oh, okay. episode where I talked about my dumb pinball synchronicity. Um, whoever said it's uh, not a synchronicity and just a cool office story. You're right. Um, super good point. Um, but I will say, right when that voicemail was playing, I drove past a pinball. So, a synchronicity That's within weird. a not-so-synchronicity. Um, also, my second voicemail about the American Girls. Um, I also love the American Girls store. Um, we have one here in Texas and Dallas, and it's the best. Um, everything is so pink. It's amazing. Um, and I also, y'all were talking about, I know y'all are like just joking around about doing an American Girls episode or something, but there is, um, a podcast called American Girls hosted no, by Allison Horrocks. I don't know if I'm saying her name right. Apologies. And, um, Mary Mahoney. They've been going through each of the individual American Girl books and like talking about them and they go over the movies and stuff. And, and Maria, I loved hearing you talk about your, um, American Girl obsession growing up because i relate mm -hmm. although um, by the time i was like um born um we didn't have as many as the girl sized clothes especially the historical ones which is a little upsetting um but i do still have a they pair so of kit pjs that barely fit me um um and then i also wanted to say that y'all are just such amazing people because um whenever people call in with like any kind of corrections or just suggestions or anything y'all are always so sweet <laughs> and like ready to listen and just be so polite and kind and not get on the defensive no matter what someone is like calling you out or oh my god i think i'm literally the opposite you out at all um so i just wanted to thank y'all for that because i think y'all are really good at that y'all are amazing gracious Aww, people who are just very nice. kind um so yeah have a good one la 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 wow that's nice. Yeah, I'm on the American Girl store right now, and it looks like they really don't have any of the more like um, antiquated clothing at all. It's uh, oh, they have a lot really? of like pajamas. It's more like merch. It's more merch right. than it That's is wrong. dress That's like wrong your doll. Them because it's all about the historical aspect of it. I mean, it was just so much fun to be able to buy like a 1940s dress. Yeah. Because Molly had, and then like, that's cool. And you know, American Girl Dolls, I don't, I hate to say this, and I know this is maybe like sacrilege, but you're, kind of giving off dip and dots vibes. They are giving off dip and dots yeah. vibes. And they need, they need yeah, it's to just like step merch. up their game. Like yeah. It's, it's just merch. Yeah, we don't want merch. We want a story. Can you start selling the story again? Yeah. Well, and to be fair, I haven't looked into it. And so like, I don't know really what I'm talking about because I haven't seen. I mean, I'm just going through what you're saying, Allie, but I just feel like maybe they've lost the story. Yeah, wow. they're listening to Craig too much. Whoa. 
Wow. <laughs> yeah, like a bomber jacket. Like what? Yeah, we don't unless it's like, you know, Ma, you know, Molly was in her father's, you know, uh, World War Two. No, yeah, no, this is like Jojo Seawall. Like yeah. Stuff. OK, no. Yeah, no, we don't need it. you're losing the story. Yeah, we don't need it. Um, anyways, guys, thank you as usual for your voicemails and, uh, your emails. I am going to go put on a sweater and some socks because my (laughs) appendages are cold, like my hands and feet. Like, I feel like that's like means I'm going to have a heart attack or something. Um, anyways, I (laughs) am Allie Siegel. I am Melissa. I'm not that cold. (laughs) And I'm producer Maria. Bye guys. Bye. Powered by ACAST. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, Visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.